Hey, I wanted to jump in here and let you know that we have an introductory pricing going on right now up until May 18th. And what this is, is I have taken my courses and combine them all into a move better bundle. So you're going to be working on your feet, you're going to be working on your posture, and you're going to be working on your core, pelvic floor, all of those things. And you can save big. Right now, I am selling this for 50% off. So head to movingthroughmidlife.com. Click on the Work With Me link. It is the Moving Through Midlife program, your Move Better bundle, where you can start working on feeling better in your body. You also then get access to workouts, recipe guides, live sessions with me, and live classes with me throughout the month. So head to movingthroughmidlife.com, click on the Move With Me link, enter intro, and that will give you 50% off. I'm looking forward to it. Welcome to Raising Healthy Humans, a podcast created for busy moms, where you can easily find info on health and wellness for your family. Join Courtney, a health coach, movement and posture specialist, and founder of FormFit, an active and supportive community where she helps busy moms move more. Here on Raising Healthy Humans podcast, She shares personal life experiences, training, knowledge, and conversations with other health and wellness experts so you can raise healthy humans. Today, I wanted to bring to you a topic that I had discussed in my community over on Facebook in regards to mom guilt. We all deal with it. Um, And unfortunately, I think it is truly doing us a disservice because we aren't designed to do everything. We should not do everything. We shouldn't feel like we need to do everything. And my goodness gracious, we definitely do not need to feel like we need to do everything perfectly. So today, I'd like you to listen in to the conversation I had and make sure to also join us over in the Moms Raising Healthy community over on Facebook, where you can join these lives, ask questions, and create a little bit more conversation. I hope you enjoy. So mom guilt. I want to talk to you today about mom guilt, um, because we all have it. And there is so much you can do And hopefully some of the tips and information I provide you today will help you to care for yourself a little bit during this time and um, will help also to take some of that guilt away. And definitely feel free to leave questions or comments. I've got um, my, my information down here as well. So hopefully I'll be able to see any comments that come through. I apologize if I don't, but I will go back and read the comments and be able to um, respond to you. Uh, When you think about mom guilt, I think we all deal with mom guilt. But if we look at our guilt, I want you to think first If you think about your mom or your family, do you think that they 
were thinking about this mom guilt? Were they feeling like, oh, I'm not doing my child, you know, doing this for my child? Don't think that that was even something. I, I don't know if it's our generation, this newer generation, um, you know, with social media and all of that, if that's where this mom guilt has come from, because I'm not sure that our parents were thinking these types of things. So first there's that information, but that does not make it any less for us. And a lot of the guilt that we deal with is basically from our internal dialogue. It is what we are thinking. It Most of it is not anything anybody else is saying about us. It's how we internalize it and how we feel. Based on who we thought we'd be, where we thought we'd be, um, how we thought we would parent, um, you know, and I always think about like the the Pinterest mom, you know, like how these expectations that we have of ourselves and how we are not living up to it. So this is all an internal dialogue with yourself. Um, guilt is basically what research says is guilt is a core emotion governing social behavior by promoting compliance with social norms or self-imposed standards. And we, be, we attend, well, I'm sorry, we tend to be more impacted um, by the guilt affecting others than affecting ourselves. So that is why it is so hard for us when it comes to mom guilt to feel like we have to continue to do for others and we push ourselves aside. We're not doing anything for ourselves. We have put, you know, like, I've got to get all these things done. I have to be the perfect mom, the perfect wife, the perfect friend, the perfect daughter, but I can't be perfect for me, right? I can't, and, and I, perfect in quotations, but I can't be for me. So we need to start thinking about that a little bit differently. If we are struggling with mom guilt, just so you know, like on not only an emotional level, but this creates a physical response within our body. So if you are dealing with mom guilt, you are creating a stress to your body. And your body is going into a fight or flight mode. Um, whether you like it or not, it is. It's creating a fight or flight response in our in our body, which requires self-care. And you're going to see this cycle. What happens is we've gone into fight or flight. Our cortisol levels are up. How do we get our cortisol levels up, uh, back down? We've got to practice self-care. We've got to eat right. We've got to exercise. We've got to meditate or do things that we enjoy. We've got to bring those stress levels down. Yet when we do that, we're caring for ourselves and therefore we're not doing for everyone else. So here comes the mom guilt again. So we've got to go back out. We got to do, do, do for everyone else. And then we deal with parasympathetic response all of that again. So it's this vicious cycle that we've gotten ourselves into. So I've been trying to think like, what can we do 
to help get out of this cycle. And this is, this is kind of what I've come up with. So um, there are a ton of things that we're doing in life today. We are constantly trying to um, be great parents, be great mothers. Um, many of us are working as well, which is not something generations prior to us. Now, if I look at my family, my family um, was, you know, both of my parents were working, but my mom worked part-time. But many of us um, work full-time and we're uh, taking care of our children. And for some of us, we might be homeschooling our children. So we're doing that on top of, you know, everything else. And then we're also um, being the person that cleans the house, the maid, so to speak. And we're doing everything. And on top of that, we're also keeping our children very active because here again, this mom guilt feeling like our kids have to participate in all of these different experiences. And then we are just compounding everything on ourselves. So you get to the point to where you have to make a decision. You can't do it all. You're not going to be able to do it all. What I want you to start to do is find a couple of things that you can be amazing at and do those. So if we think of self-expectations, I want you to think about, because I mentioned earlier, there's two types of um, mom guilt you might be dealing with. So it's either self-expectations, the way you feel you're handling things, or the way others feel you're handling things. And even though others, the way others feel you're handling things are usually how you feel they think rather than actually actually how they think. But I wanted to still separate it into these two because I think this is where most of the mom guilt occurs. So for us, if we are thinking about ourselves and our self-expectations, we can't do everything. So stop. Just stop thinking that you can do everything. What I want you to do is I want you to think about what is something I enjoy doing? Because here is where self-care is going to kind of work with the self-expectation. And for me, I'll give you what I enjoy. I enjoy reading. I enjoy cooking and I enjoy baking. So self-care for myself is reading. I enjoy taking time to read. I enjoy cooking. I love to, I don't enjoy, I, well, I did not enjoy cooking when my kids were little and hanging off of me. <laughs> I will say that. So if you have little ones, you know, look at what you enjoy right now. Um, but for me now, at this point, I do enjoy cooking. Um, I do enjoy baking. So what I'm going to do, these, this is a self-care for myself. These are things that I enjoy. They bring me joy. How can I relate that to my family? And for me, because I enjoy reading, I can spend 
And this is something that I did. My kids are older now, so it makes it a little bit harder to do this. But what I did for them when they were younger is every night we sat down and I read to them and we, we'd spend 30 minutes every single night from the, you know, since they were babies, I would read every single night that I could, you know, that activities weren't going on. I would read every single night to them. And then once they got a little bit older, we got to the point where we didn't all, I didn't read to them any longer, but we sat in the same room and we would read together. So each person would be reading their own book. And that was self-care for me. So I got to read something um, and then some giving them something that they could enjoy. Same thing with cooking. If you're looking, you know, I enjoy cooking. So if I'm self-care for myself, I'm going to ensure that I'm making nutritious finding. I love to look at cookbooks. So taking time to look through cookbooks, find delicious recipes, delicious, healthy recipes that I can then in turn make for them. And these are speaking my love language. So if you know about the, I think it's four love languages, this works with that. So find what your love language is or what brings you joy. Usually what brings you joy is kind of in in line with your love language and do that and then share it with your child so that you're getting that reward from it. You're getting that self-care and then you're giving to them in some way. And I can tell you based on my family, If you think about your childhood or how you were raised, um, you think about like the good times. We're not thinking of the 500 things our parents did for us. Most of us have one or two things that our parents did for us, and that's what we remember. So for me, um, my father read to me. It's something that he would do. And I don't, it's not something he did every single night for years on end. (laughs) I specifically reading, uh, remember him reading two books to me. But those are a very positive memory that I have of time with my father. And it was him reading these two books to me. I don't remember everything that occurred over the years, but that memory is very special for me. Just like the memories of, my mother and I going shopping. My mother's love language is gifting. So she was, in essence, giving herself the self-care she needed by going shopping with me. So she was getting, and then she was also gifting to me through that as well. So think about what it is what what is one or two things that you can do that is going to bring you joy that you can do for your children and also provide you self-care at the same time do not do, do not pick something that brings them joy that doesn't also bring you joy because this is your first self expectation okay so you've got to make sure that that one is specific to what brings you joy, provide you with self-care at the same time as helping them as well or nurturing them in some way. And then the second one is others' expectations. And this one, again, this is what you feel 
that they are saying. So the first thing I would say is make sure that you communicate with whoever you're feeling this guilt with to ensure that, you know, you're not misinterpreting what is being said, because a lot of times we misinterpret um, what people are saying to us. So make sure that you are accurately hearing the information. And usually what people, again, with their love language, usually what people tend to notice, um, things that you may not be doing, they are in line with their love language. So it's really important to understand what it is. And I've never done love languages, but I can, I know what they are. I haven't read the book, but I do know what they are. And I know what my family members are. So look at what their love language is and then try to figure out what can I do for them to speak their love language. And for some, especially, you know, depending on your family, you may have a couple that is your love language. So if, say, baking's my daughter's love language, it's not, but I'm just saying, saying um, giving to others through, um, what is that one? That's doing things for others. That's the love language. So doing things for others. um, So maybe baking would be what doing things for others would be. So having her bake with me would fill her cup. It would nurture our relationship at the same time as filling my cup as well. And then my husband, he is touch. So looking at what can I do for him that is touch. And these are just little things that you can do. It does not mean you have to spend hours doing these things, but even just making sure that you, you know, see them, that you touch them, say if it's a child, that you sit down, look at them, put your hand on their knee while they talk, and show them that you see them and you hear them. That's going to fill their cup because that's their love language. And that's going to make you feel less guilt because you're going to to see that connection because you're now speaking their love language. So these are kind of what I would say, if you can work on your guilt by practicing this, it does not mean that uh, you're trying to get rid of the guilt. What you're trying to do is work on what can I do for to fill my cup while nurturing my children? And then how can I speak to them? that I know will resonate with them through their love language. And that will naturally allow you to feel less guilt because you're going to be providing yourself that self-care that we all need while also nurturing them, nurturing them, creating a, a better connection or a better bond with them during that time, which will help to ease that mom guilt. So hopefully that helped you because we can't do it all. Um, we, <laughs> there is so much going on in our world today. We can't be everything to everyone. So find those people that are most important to you, usually your family, and speak to them in their love language while providing yourself that extra support 
and hopefully that will help you. For those of you with older children, my family and I, we've gotten into Sweet Tooth on Netflix and it is, it's apocalyptic. So it's a little bit older, but that's something we enjoy. And there is something about us all, especially as your kids get older and everybody's off in their own rooms. There is something about just coming together and sitting and watching a TV show together that connects you again. So even something as simple as that can provide what you need to help um, feel less guilty and uh, feel more connected. So I hope that information helps you all. Uh, If you have questions or anything, feel free to let me know. So I hope you all have a wonderful day and no more mom guilt, okay? (laughs) Thanks for taking the time out of your day to listen to our podcast. We hope you found this information valuable and can incorporate it into your family's life. Make sure to check out our show notes for all the important links available. Come join us on Facebook at Moms Raising Healthy Humans community page. Also, please check out our wide range of memberships, family monthly focus ideas, challenges, live events, and on-demand and live workouts, meal plans, and so much more. Head to formfitonline.com. And as always, keep moving.